Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Who Cares? It's fucking Happy Birthday, Paul! Happy Birthday, Paul! Happy Birthday, birthday, Paul! Paul, 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 Paul! Paul, (laughs) for your birthday, Jacob's decided to turn his chair (laughs) into some kind of Stephen Hawking-like device. Uh, (laughs) I've just tweeted out your photo. I said, uh, Jacob has become one with his cyber chair. I have. (laughs) Jacob has uh, decided to make a a Bob Dylan harmonica-like rig of a microphone. On his church so that he can turn around and talk to us. Facing it's us. somewhere between Bob Dylan and Baron Harkonnen. I was thinking like... From Dune. <laughs> now it's, it's official. Now that Jacob can turn and face us, he's really he's really not really our audio guy anymore. No. Oh, just now? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is that like I realize you know, he's been playing... If you look at the amount of drops versus dialogue in his early episodes, the amount of, like we now oh, need yeah. we now need like a fourth person to become our <laughs> audio person to do drops. <laughs> My original dream was to have like a Fred, you know, that Howard Stern has someone right. who just works on drops, just you know, off the back, just uh, right. But Jacob's got to shine; he's got to radiate, and he and he has and he clearly has the the wherewithal to build equipment to do so. I love it. And then I was thinking, this is kind of like swallowing a spider to catch the fly kind of thing. Whoever we get to start doing audio drops would also eventually talk and would eventually become a fourth co-host of this right. show. Right. Then you'd have... Uh, well, I mean, that's probably what happened with Baba Booey, right? He was mostly off-camera doing stuff. And then oh, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. they had John... And he wasn't the executive producer and he is executive producer. Right. No. Right. So, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, episode five, when I first came on, yeah. I said, you know, because uh, you guys had done the, the first four test episodes and uh, asked me to come in and I said, should I even set a mic up for myself? Yeah. And the answer was, yeah, talk when you want. <laughs> That's true. And then here you and are. And for the first several months, <laughs> I did like, my rule to myself was eh, about two minutes total an episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just kind of grew from that. And <laughs> now you have this magical rig where I feel like I'm talking to Stephen Hawking when you try to talk to me. Like you're a robot. I was just say, just pretend is, like I'm Stephen Hawking. You look like Modoc. That's amazing. <laughs> You've made two references to this now that I have no idea what they are. <laughs> Professor X? Uh, yeah, I know that one. Okay. Right. Look up Modoc and you'll go, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> he turns around. This feels so official. I feel so dominated by it. It's just an alpha move you have. You've built some kind of throne contraption thing. <laughs> and I could leave, even lift it up when I don't want to talk. Uh, I've lost all. Co- it's pretty great. It's cool. pretty goddamn Can we great. lift it when we don't want you to talk? <laughs> <laughs> we'll rig up a pulley system next. Yeah. yeah. It can have control like, can of the lift. It? Instead of ejecting Jacob, it just ejects his mic. We need control <laughs> of the mic lift. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to fuck some dudes. There's a drop. There you go. There's the old Jacob we know. <laughs> I'm on the hunt for balls. Dude, Jacob, no offense, but those are the same drops. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, when was the last time you actually took a drop? It's been a little while. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a minute it's official we need a new audio guy fresh drop pools yeah um well because we, we added mail we added we, now we've added patreon no, so there's yeah there's, there's a lot of stuff going on now and whatever behind the scenes it was always a third ownership and blah 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 yeah um so who gives a who gives a rat's ass wow um, uh, delicious Oreo birthday cake yes. brought to me by the gang here yeah tasty I'm about to have some um 
do not chase that with a rock star energy drink. What do you do with a rock? What are you doing? <laughs> Noted. With you, I thought you were off the energy drinks. I have been. I am really tired tonight. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I had a schedule shift. Yeah. I had a, my first Monday off in forever. Yeah. Not having to go and uh, teach and do a show. Right. And it just threw everything into it. You just totally wiped. <laughs> well, also, I've been staying up late because my wife has been going into work early. Yes. So I've been waiting for her to leave, and then I the go to bed. grand dog exchange, yeah, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. I, she gets up. I take the dogs out one last time. I go to bed. She comes back home about four hours later, takes the dogs out while I sleep. It is, it's almost positive you are the pets to your dogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they're like, yes, we got some good humans. There are days. They, the, we did get some. They did. They're, like, they're spoiled oh, suckers. I'll Anne until this time, and then when she goes, I'm going to take Paul into my bed mm-hmm. let him sleep with me. <laughs> they very much seem to dictate the sleeping schedule. Oh, and Pirate this morning when I came to bed uh, growled at me for making him move from his Ooh. little warm spot. <laughs> and I was so like, fucking... I was like, asshole. Don't even think about I it. I wouldn't know how you felt, except that I just started dealing with Jacob and his new audio device. <laughs> and I feel very... So now you know. I feel, I feel you know very dominated in my own domain. <laughs> I'm like, pirate, you need to check your shit. Check yourself, son. Uh, he never does that. It was just, he's uh, so Well, funny. drink up. You might, have to, you might have to finish these episodes without me as I might pass out. Uh, right. We're, but you, you are uh, burning the candle at all ends. Yes. We are, we're near deep in it. So good, good, news, good news, bad news, I guess, for me. <laughs> right. Uh, good news is, is that Fifty Shades has officially reopened as of tonight. Hooray! I officially became the stage manager uh, like four days ago. Hooray! Hooray! And uh, uh, I decided to become stage manager, and we fill in an impossible task of putting five actors into the show in one month, and one of those actors plays five roles, when uh, at the same time we moved into our first home. Right. Right. Um, you, so right yeah, now, you're moving. So right now, I have no internet at my house, so I, I have to do all of my emailing at work, or I come home and have or to do everything to from my phone. Yeah. Sit in the McDonald's to out, parking like, lot. Yeah, trying to put like a whole cast email together from your phone is no fun. Yeah. No. And then, uh, 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 and then my wife uh, hate, uh, hates my uh, guts. I guess is the way <laughs> to say it, right? Because uh, we have we have no uh, no no bank shows, so I can't take off any podcasting. Right. Uh, and now because of Patreon, I, I, it's not a. Uh, uh, I can't just. She can't just, can't just be like, like that's yeah, a yeah. that's a hobby, motherfucker. And yeah, I came back. No, no. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's a hobby, but it's it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, a good hobby. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> a justifiable hobby. Uh, I. Uh, but uh, she's she's watching two kids and unpacking into our first home. Right. Uh, without me. Congratulations! You won the podcast jackpot. <laughs> 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 this is not the first time I've done this to her. No. That's the thing. Is like. <laughs> I, I feel bad because I was like, this is oddly familiar. Like, I was like, this is... And this, even this time of year, I took over... Remember that a long time when my first kid was born and my wife was on unpaid maternity leave, I ended up doing that thing where I had to go out to Boulder and work for that toy company. Yep. Four days a week, I was commuting to Denver yeah. back and forth. And so she was taking care of our first kid without me for the first uh, three months of that kid's existence. It almost like, feels I don't even like know that kid's name planning it, But I, <laughs> I get it, dude. Uh, it's just, it's a when it rains, it pours kind of situation. Yeah. It's always the way. Yeah, it's always the way. Hey, when we when we moved into this house, uh, Sarah wasn't even in the state. That's right. SJ was in Oregon for a a couple of months right around the move. Yeah. Now imagine you had two kids. Right. That's how my wife feels. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was at least moving in by myself. Yeah. Well, if it comes to it, 
I think we could have an episode if you wanted to go for it where the boys were here. I would be oh, oh, yeah, interested yeah. in doing even a two-episode recording session where we put up a crib and just let it <laughs> let it do its thing. It might be I a am, little distracting, but... I am less interested in that idea. <laughs> but, uh, uh, my oldest is getting outgoing enough that he might he might fuck around on the, on the mic. Maybe. A little bit. Yeah, but not much. The other one would just risk crying. He just eat everything. Yeah. yeah. He just try to... He's going through that phase where just, can I grab this? Yes. Is it food? Those are the two thoughts every time. So he, he could... Uh, SJ is try the same and, way. He could try and eat Ninja. <laughs> he could try and eat Ninja. He would, he would try to eat... He would try to eat Ninja. <laughs> um, ninja is good around kids. But... Uh, he even lets them pull his ears. Oh. So it's the strangest thing. So one of the weird things was that basically my position at Fifty Shades was eliminated. Mm-hmm. And so they, they want a Christian Grey and they want like basically something that will become an on-call Christian Grey down the road. And then uh, I had to be the emergency Christian Grey, but I had to basically step into the role of take over stage manager or whatever. And so we had to have auditions and, and uh, we had to find a new person in Vegas who could step up and play Christian Grey. That must have been tough. It was very hard. In That's fact, what she said. For the first few hours... The cast director kind of turned to me and said, like, I, got, I, I don't think we're going to see a good Christian today. And I said, do you mind? I'm going to actually just, uh, he's not on the list, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to text my comedy partner, uh, Paul, and see if he wants to come down here and audition. And uh, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, a, Paul came down on an hour's notice, had to do uh, Sides Cold, had to learn a song. Basically, learned it, learned it on the car on the way the over. Right home. And, uh, and uh, he was terrible. <laughs> and, and he was terrible enough. No, uh, and uh, uh, Paul Mattingly got hired to play Christian Gray for a minimum of ten weeks. Look at that, Woo! guys! Look at that. So I am in hell right now at my job, <laughs> but the light at the end of the tunnel is that the last person I'm putting into the show uh, at the end of December is is Paul. Yeah, and then for ten weeks I'm going to be working uh, with Paul. I will try and make show. it as painless as possible, and that means everybody out there. Listening can come see Paul in the same scantily clad outfits that I wore mm-hmm. in the sh- in the show. You will see more of me than you ever imagined. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, you'll see more of me that you have imagined. I will see slightly <laughs> less of you than what I have imagined. <laughs> That's true. You'll see slightly less. Yes. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm thrilled, Paul, that you are you are doing this show. I'm excited, dude. This is crazy. Yeah. It's, pretty nuts. It's gonna be nuts. It's also gonna, it's gonna be a lot for you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a lot of work. It's gonna be a lot of work, but uh, we have time to do it, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, as of uh, you will be on uh, the last week of December, and then going into the new year, and so that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, there's new producers, so we'll figure out. There might be a discount code or a comp situation or whatever. And we're gonna figure it out, but we certainly want to do a ticket giveaway for your show. Yeah, we'll get you guys in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I will be your understudy. Nutty. Which is funny because they're like, does he have conflicts? I was like, no, Paul does not travel. He does not go anywhere. <laughs> it's true. Because they're like, no, really? And I was like, really? I was like, no, Paul will have no conflicts. Like, I'm going to have to probably enforce my once a month the Christian role if I want to go on uh, yeah. to the show. Um, which is not, it's a thing of that, like, if I'm going to do it at all, I should do it at least once a month so that I remember how to do it. Yeah. That's all. I'll find a day. Oh, no, 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 we won't work it out. We'll work, <laughs> work it out easy. officially so you still get paid. So who is it? Uh, so so when you do exercise that day, who goes on as the stage manager? Well, that's that's what we have to figure out. Right now, the, we have a, uh, 
assist, assistant director, basically, and choreographer who who would step in. She has done it before. She'll okay. do it again if she's available. Uh, eventually, though, that's <laughs> this is all like all I'm doing is putting out fire after fire right now, which is what a stage manager does, I guess. Yep, that's kind of the gig. And so uh, uh, that this this problem that you just brought up, Jacob, is like. Uh, 12th or 13th of things oh, I have sure. to solve. Down the line. Uh, and honestly, the big thing is I've already canceled a couple of gigs that I was going to do. And Really, the and only reason I'm asking is I'd, I'd be up for the gig. Would you? Re- I'm not and, even kidding. And then we could just all like, we could all say that we worked for the two same shows in Vegas. <laughs> it'd be, <laughs> it'd be kind of insanely hilarious. It would be hilarious. We all work for Absinthe. <laughs> you did almost get a call from me, Jacob, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. We did almost have a situation with uh, sound stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm uh, around. Uh, but... Uh, uh, I do need to train someone because in April, uh, season three of uh, Foolish, Penn and Teller Foolish. Oh, yeah, right. I, required I, for I, some extra stuff there. Yeah, we'll be required to do stuff there. But that's for another road. And this is boring conversation. Uh, uh, oh, you know what? And when Paul got hired, I thought this is going to be the biggest boner I get all week. But it was not. What happened? I found out. That Lauren Michaels wants my dick to explode. That's what I found out. What? On December 19th. Okay. The Christmas episode of Saturday Night Live. Yes. The hosts. The hosts. Hosts. Plural. Is one of them them going to do uh, less uh, verbal hosting? No. No, no, no. Oh, Oh, okay. Who is it? Amy Poehler. Ah. And Tina Fey. Yeah. Good. Musical guest. I can only imagine. Bruce fucking Springsteen. Wow. That's a coup. Lauren Michaels wants my dick to just explode. I yeah, will not great. live to this Christmas. That's pretty awesome. Goodbye, cruel world. That's a <laughs> that's a fat pack of entertainment. I wish the episode was like four hours. I wish it was as long as the 25th anniversary or the 40th anniversary show. Nuts. There's not enough had, sketches and music they could do. I wish they hadn't done the Donald Trump episode just to do two of, two of those episodes. Oh, that's so depressing, the Donald Trump episode. Did we talk about this on our already? I think we I think we talked about it briefly. Was, uh, I think after we, because I had seen a little bit of it, and I don't remember if we said it on air or not, but I had seen a little bit of it when you and I at least talked about it. If we didn't yeah. talk about it on air, but uh, but yeah, then I went back and watched the rest of it, and man, it was terrible. It's terrible. It's also the highest. It was the highest rated episode they had in the last few years, and oh, in the sure. last few years, SNL has been as strong as it's been uh, in a very long time. And then that episode was not. So it made me feel yeah. like a lot of people came in to tune in. Like I haven't watched SNL in a while. Oh, I still hate it. Bah yeah. humbug. Weird. So, but I have a feeling the Christmas episode is going to get some ratings. Uh, get at least four ratings. Yeah. <laughs> so, is he going to do a Santa Claus is Coming to Town song? I imagine that would be mandatory. I think because so. everybody loves that song. Everyone loves, and it's specifically like his rendition. And uh, oh, because it's a great rendition. Yeah. Little Jimmy doing his uh, little Jimmy, little Jimmy, little, little Jimmy. What's his name? Little Steven? Little Steven. Yeah. Little Steven uh, doing his Santa Claus in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cracking him up. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that just the other day. Uh, they got We got the all-Christmas station out here in Vegas now. Oh, oh Sunny 106.5 went all Christmas. You know it, dude. Oh, yeah. And so I've been tuning into There's that. a little free love for you, Sunny 106. Yeah. Spend, <laughs> send it back our way. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's kind of fun. Kind of fun. Oh, speaking of radio, that. we brought up that uh, 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 my my so called life. Nope, that's an old TV show. Oh, this uh, American Life. This American Life. Yeah, yeah. We got a yes. very accurate email from our our pal Reddy Rich from over at Penn Sunday School, which who, was who called bullshit on me talking about how This American Life's podcast ratings are the highest of any 
podcast. Oh, oh, is that true? It's technically true. Yes, but he's okay. saying that like he, Ready Rich has had this argument with me before. <laughs> he doesn't count NPR podcasts as real podcasts because they get because they get a huge fucking platform. Yeah, to start with, and then you just kind of, and that's exactly how I started. I listened to Radio Lab on NPR, and then I moved over to Radio Lab from right that yeah. and uh but i mean so, does he not count like the espn podcast and everything too well i don't know if he would or wouldn't because i don't know if he likes sports but i don't know i don't think he would with 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 the npr argument though would he not count that i wonder he would not although that still doesn't take away from bill simmons who's i think he already just had his 13 he put out 13 episodes yeah. and he had 13 million downloads i'm i'm, I'm really Come a little home. surprised that it's not more than that and uh Oh, you know what? Actually, I realizing now that I realize I think it's episode eleven that he said he thanked everyone for hitting thirteen million. So it is more than that, <laughs> actually. Um, and he uh, he has his own podcast network now. It's all on his own, right? I didn't realize it's called the Bill Simmons Podcast Network. Oh, BSPN. <laughs> oh, can we please be on BSPN? I want it so bad. Oh yes. I know we've flirted with we've never joined we never, we've, we're staying independent. We know we're Patreon, we're staying independent. We, we are. are we have no desire and to join. Per- and we've had offers to, to go into different networks. We're yeah, yeah, purposely yeah. stayed independent. We're looking to advertise. We've on had some shitty offers. Perhaps. Let's be clear. We've had yeah, shitty we offers. Had, we haven't had an offer that we've been like, oh mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, like Adam Carolla Network has, or uh, Ace, Ace Broadcasting Network hasn't come knocking. We have They've not knocked. had them knock knock. And yet. they know we're around. they know we're around. Yeah. Not knock. Well, uh, but, not yet. Uh, not yet. Not yet. But uh, 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 we have had a few shitty offers that we have said no to. Um, <laughs> yes, you'd be so proud of us. But still <laughs> you know, offers. Still you, offers. You you could have laughed with us. It would have been nice. You could have been <laughs> in the room and been like, no, "What do you know? No." Uh, 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 but uh, uh, I want to be in the best podcast that works so bad. Oh yeah. Uh, How do we do that? I don't know. I have no idea. Somebody get us in touch with BSPN. Oh, Bill, if you're listening, write in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, hey, we're hot to join. Send, yeah. us, send us an email. Not exactly uh, sports heavy, but we have Jock versus Nerd. He loves Vegas, and he and he loves Jock versus Nerd. And he he's also a pop culture guy. He would have loved the game that we played last week, which is what would it take for you to start watching? Which right. are those are really fun. Yeah. So there you go. Really fun game. Uh, if I may, yes. To jump back to the Trump thing real quick. Oh, go for it. This is something I wanted to bring up. I my, was really hoping you were going to jump back to it being your birthday. Uh, <laughs> I can jump out real quick. Guys, uh, it's my in birthday. In case you forgot, it's still my birthday for a couple more minutes. Um, no, um, oh, I, just, I do want to say huge thank you to all the scoops out there for tweeting and uh, Facebooking me with uh, birthday wishes. It was uh, overwhelming. Let's, thank you. let's not even stop there. Hey, scoops, go ahead and uh, hit us up on at hey scoops. Tell Paul what he should wish for when he blows out his candles. Like like, we would like to we would like to do hashtag Paul's wish. Paul's wish. That's a good one. I hashtag like it. Paul's wish. Uh, let's just go ahead and tell Paul what he should be wishing for on this birthday. I like that. I like that a whole lot. And Paul, I know uh, the Star Wars movie is coming out pretty close to your birthday. Yeah. For your birthday, I'm going to go ahead and let it be a gigantic hit. I'm going to go ahead and let that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and let a lot of people Thank go you. see that movie. Uh, you are a giving man. Well, yeah. I'll be interested to see when it's rehearsal time what that all jives up. Oh fuck! Because that's going to be a little. Tr- I mean, you will be. In I have. Time. I have a. Uh, I have a ripcord situation. I have. I'm going to see it twice that night. Hopefully. Okay. I bought tickets for the seven o'clock showing, which okay. I think might conflict with rehearsal time. Oh well, it will, no, because that's when we're doing our show. We'll be done already. Well, yeah, we have to we have to be done by the time we do our show, right? 
That's true. Okay, so then uh, you won't be on that that week, right? So then I'm good. I'm gonna go see that, and then uh, my buddy Rawl, who we yeah. had on the show before, yeah, has invited me to a special absinthe event or not absinthe, uh, absolute Somehow event. Somehow his name is pronounced Rawl, Rawl, yeah, and yours is pronounced Powell. Yeah, I know it's weird. weird. It's weird, right? It's really weird. And we met uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> so I'm having a, an eleven o'clock showing with his thing. So you're gonna go see it at seven and eleven. Yeah. Uh yeah I'm 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 probably gonna go no I might I'm no, gonna go I, see it I want to go see it I got my Master Effects uh Vader blade all juiced up fresh <laughs> batteries ready to go <laughs> the move you're gonna go dressed up no I'm just taking my my saber that to me is dressed up <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's dressed me, up that counts as dressed up but Matt I wear a Star Wars jacket yes. almost every day when that's it's cold true. and I have a stormtrooper car yes. so I'm kind of cosplaying. All the time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got to do what you have to do is see it at a drive-through, or a drive-in. I mean, yes, a drive-in where I can light up my saber and yeah, people be like, hey, turn that or off. Or drive-through where you can watch only five minutes of the movie at a time. I bet those drive-through workers would be very appreciative on that <laughs> night. Like, oh, cool! I get to watch some of the movie. <laughs> now, uh, I know you've tried not to uh, watch any of the stuff. I've been saying as spoiler-free as I can that. Commercials are getting fast and furious. Yes, now. they are. Because I was also trying not to pay. I was just watching Twitch, and one pops up, and I'm like, ah! And I had to shield my eyes and cover my ears and go blah 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 blah. I will say that only this is my perception. I've no, I've I've not followed up this any way. It seems like the joke about oh hey you finally threw a black guy in in this small role over here. Now it's seeing the commercials. It seems the commercials are specifically cut to be like. No, no, no. This black guy plays a bigger role. Oh, he's the main guy, in case yeah. you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's our hero. Okay. I mean, I figured that out. But All right. It's between him and Jet. They're the... Or not Jet. Jet, Jet Ray. His name is Ray. Harrison Ford. No, her Ball. name is Ray. I don't fucking know. I'm trying to keep dumb with it. Trying to keep dumb with it. Well, yeah. good job, Paul Mattingly. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I've been buying a bunch of the little figures that are coming out now. They're, yeah. they're getting new waves, and I'm finding cool different robots and assassin dudes and still nothing to totally clue me in on a plot which is good yeah but uh because i talked about this before the episode two figures yeah. were fucking spoilerific spoiler oh yeah 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 they broke apart in places that revealed things about the film oh hilarious i took out my Wait, anakin, the toys did i took out my anakin skywalker from episode two yeah out of the blister pack it fell apart in my hands and i went no because it, it, it means he falls apart it, yeah hack his arm off oh i get it yeah, and yeah, i was like this oh. is bullshit he had a, he has a magnetic locking arm oh in, that, in the toy okay. that you could cut off same thing with Django fett his head popped off mama anyway. had a Django fett and her head popped off <laughs> So, Paul, that happens. Now that you're going to be playing Christian Grey, will yes. you or have you seen the movie? I saw it with my wife. Oh, that's right. You've already seen the movie. Day of. I just bought it yesterday for nine bucks at Target. That's my right next off. question. That was my next question. Are you going to read the book? Uh, I don't think I need to read the book. Anne has pretty much relayed the entire book series to me. I think you need to she, read the book out loud. She loves the books. I've only read pieces have, of the book. I seriously have. A Fifty Shades expert laying in bed with me all the time. How did she react when she when you told her you got hired? She's very happy. Yeah, she's excited for me. Yeah, because she's already seen the show too, so she knows what you're going to do. Yeah, is that is that? Well, I mean, she you know she's a caring wife. She's like, are you sure you're ready for some of that crazy shit? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I was actually. It's going to be a little. 
This was, uh, and I told you, I, I, I told you this. I told you this backstage at the Bucket Show last week. This is a bit of a writing of a wrong for me. I told you this. <laughs> yes. That I went to the audition, and as soon as I was like going through halfway through the audition, there was still audition time left in the day. Basically, like the same mm-hmm. amount of time that I called Paul in this time. <laughs> there was still that. I could time. have called Paul in. Right. Last time, I was just auditioning. Right. But it was one of those things where I was like, why isn't Paul going out for this? This seems like it has Paul written all over it. And the more I talked to the director, the more I talked to like everything that was going on, the more I was like, this guy's looking for Paul. <laughs> I've got somebody for you. <laughs> this guy's looking for Paul. But the guy I understudied, Greg, and I, I looked around the room and I was like, it's definitely down between him and me. And I'm hoping there's an understudy role so that I can get second place on this and I can get a job. Right. And in that thought, I did not call Paul. Uh, well, but you needed a gig. I needed I had a, gig. a gig. You had a gig. I needed the gig. That's still not fair. That's still not ethical. Nothing's fair. Uh, I did not think. <laughs> What's well, ethical? Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's absolutely ethical. Yeah. Paul knew about the audition. He could have gone to it on his no. own. No, did not know. Oh, <laughs> no, he did not. Here's that's the thing, is, and I knew this. I would Paul, like to recant. Paul Mattingly, exactly. Yeah, like you're not as you're not as lawyer. You're not as good lawyer. You're not a good lawyer. I know more. I. Paul is an actor. Is this where I is this where I needlessly defend someone again? Yeah. No, Matt's not that bad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's like Jacob, you're defending the wrong guy again. <laughs> uh, Paul does not actively audition. Paul does not enjoy auditioning. I know right. that for a fact. Paul only auditions when a friend says, "Hey, Paul, you should audition." Paul never looks at listings. Paul never opens up a thing. He never never responds to emails, even because I know because we've had the same agent a couple of times. Paul really Does not only have a subscription to uh, VegasAuditions.com. No, I respond sometimes and say no, thank you. <laughs> if it's a, if it's an agent I know, but I keep getting these weird things from Best about going to be a Chippendales model, and I'm like, well, clearly you don't <laughs> no. even know who I am. No, but we've had the same age, uh, uh, Lang and Lens. Yeah, we both we both have been with them. Yes, and they both have been like, does Paul not check his email <laughs> or whatever? And I always say, what do you want him to go in for? I'll just tell him. <laughs> And so anytime you've got an audition, there's an easier way to do this. because I tell Paul, Paul, you should go in for this audition. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 <laughs> there's nothing else to say. Yeah. 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 So I knew that I'm Paul would, did not know about the Fifty <laughs> Shades audition. <laughs> and I also know that if he even had read the audition, that like it was only because I dig, dug deeper and, and I knew about the off-Broadway show and everything else. When Vegas holds auditions for comedies, it always sounds nice on the audition list. And then when you actually find out about any details, it's usually a total fucking shit show. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, by the way, this pays hopes and dreams. Well, this is the thing. We've <laughs> the done... No, no, it pays hopes or dreams. <laughs> right. That's the thing. <laughs> it's not even hopes and dreams. Yeah. It's hopes and or dreams. I have a paying gig. Yeah. I have a steady paying gig yeah. that I love. And... Yeah, the times I've gone for auditions, it's been like, yeah. Would you like to work for monkey shit while we fuck you? How's that sound? That's, that's actually a pretty solid offer in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and how and, much and, monkey shit were they paying yeah. on this? Right. How much was it dry shit? or wet? Well, just even the couple of auditions that we've been on together. Yes. Let alone the ones I've done on my own. Yeah. And I've been here a little longer. And been through the grist mill yes. of Vegas auditions. Specifically comedy auditions. Oh, buddy. Vegas has legit auditions for other stuff, but the comedy True. stuff that pops up is usually like, I thought it'd be funny if we did a sketch about tits and a crossbow. But I was going to ask you, is that is that why it is? Is it because people think that they can be funny? Everyone thinks they're an expert on comedy, sex, and food. Because they laugh, fuck, and eat. Correct. Yeah. Or at least think about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> they at least laugh and eat, yeah. and they think about fucking. Yeah, exactly. Got did, it. Did you guys, Thanks for explaining my joke. Did today. you guys <laughs> read my uh, proposal for the new restaurant I'm going to oh. open up? Oh, laugh, no. fucking eat. <laughs> Choose two. <laughs> Welcome to laugh, fucking eat. Choose two. I choose fucking eating. Well, we'll put you in the serious section then. I agree. I want to laugh and fuck. <laughs> oh, wait, there's no food, but we'll put you on the veranda. Um, With so, naked clowns. I want to... F- but the truth is... And, fucking and, laugh. And I actually texted Paul. The first thing I asked, I said, you know there's... Hey, they're holding on to 50 Shades. And then I put right in the first text, are you even comfortable doing the red singlet yeah. routine? Mm-hmm. Right. Because... Uh, it's revealing. It's revealing. And and the truth is that is the, the that is the, that is the qualifier that made me not call you the first time. Sure. So I was like, and then your response was, and this is why you are my comedy partner. Your response is, I've got, I have less shame as I've gotten older. That's what you wrote back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I laughed because that's exactly what I thought. The first time I went to the audition, I was like, I don't think Paul will do the red single thing. And then after year. this year, I was like, I bet you at this point, Paul would do it. I really did You're think there's a chance right. that you yeah, would do it. That, there's been, yeah, I'm, get, I, you know, well, there wasn't I'm a whole... not a daisy, not a fresh young bloom, and uh, I better use it while I got it. Yeah, two more years, and it's gonna be like, ugh. Well, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, almost nudity in the uh, in the Star Trek experience. Not a lot, but I did wear a dance belt for most of that time. There you go. And even though they told you not to. <laughs> yep. No, they actually had us wearing that. It was, wearing that. It was actually just at home. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, please leave the dance belt at home. But it's true to the character. <laughs> I can't be Voha without a dance belt. You don't understand. He would never go anywhere without it. Without very supported nuts. Yes. Um, Gotta have my ball sling. Did Cleon nuts have those little ridges on them? Yep. Okay. And, uh, we we actually came up with a pretend Klingon VD called the Spikes. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. You, As we were all, because you know we were we made all kinds of crazy shit up, but that was one of our things. We, we used to talk to each other about like, I hope you didn't go up to the Hollow Suite with that uh, Bolian girl. Because she gave my first officer the spikes. Oh. Like, what? I'm telling you. That he, is the funniest Star Trek joke I'll ever know. Such pain. <laughs> the spikes. The spikes is really funny. I name. mean, it'd be a Klingon VD, right? The spikes. Yeah. They'd have something like really, really fucking bad. Somewhere like the, the CBS web series is like, ooh, the spikes. Ooh. <laughs> I gotta, wish. Gotta get that a, in there. I, you know, there is a little, not so little voice in me that's yeah. like, Ooh, Star Trek's coming back on TV. Yeah. Oh, so you want to go to LA? Extra work somewhere. Oh yeah. I. You just want to be an extra on it. No, I want to be a Klingon. Yeah. I want to be a meaty badass fucking Klingon, but I got to figure out how to get that level. Yeah. Don't of, uh, you don't start. Well, I mean, go do extra work because you can. But no, extra work is this is this is a, for anyone who's an aspiring actor, right? Yes. This this comes up a lot. My my mother in law was a cast director on uh, on on the old General Hospital. And um, soaps and those kinds of things, you can work up your way. You can start as being an extra and then work your way up to an under five and that kind of a thing. Yeah. You don't tend to go higher. Like the highest you can go from that is day player. It's very rare that you, you go from extra to, to a, a main, main, yeah, main player. Sure. Every other pursuit, extra work really is just a different occupation. Yep. But you can get your SAG card through it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. 
And that's the thing. From a business business perspective, you can do it. But in other words, like if you wanted to try to get on Star Trek, I wouldn't advise you to try to get extra work on Star no, Trek. No, and that, that's not not at all my plan. My I really just want to get to the place where I could, you know, the way Pat Oswalt just got a call from yeah. Joel Hodgson to be... Yes. Uh, I'm Mystery Science Theater. I'm Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, right. uh, yeah, that's but I, what I... But I want to be clear because it's very common for other actors to be like, oh, don't do extra work if you want to be taken seriously or don't do extra work if you want to do that. I wouldn't say that's that. Not, no, but that's the thing. It's like, that's a lot of people. You'll be told that a lot if Man. you go out to LA or New York to, that don't do it. It's not... It's neither. It doesn't hurt your career. It doesn't help your career. It's just... Right. It's like a different job altogether. Yeah. It really... It's just... And it can put some food on your table if no, you're hurting. You are yeah. not... The, the dream that you get when you're first year as an actor is that you dream of doing extra work and directors go, stop! That person is talented. Look get at them, them. Get them a line they and a role. They a show <laughs> around them. Get them... And I'm like, I did this. Everyone does it. Everyone, when they first get into sure. the, the business, wants to do extra work because they just want to be on a film to see what it's like. Look at that and they're kid. they're hoping they'll be like... They're Remember hoping, that show Felicity? Let's do that with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Felicity of all the shows. I just see you as the male Felicity. What do you think? <laughs> you really strike me as Felicity, but a guy. That's and then you like go to get like cater, go go to get a coffee and a catering guys like he says that every day to some another actor on the set. No man. <laughs> Shit. He's a little uh, crazy. I, and here's the weird part. He means it. Uh, he means it. Last he, week, I was male Felicity. <laughs> he, he bitches Felicity. I mean, just no one... I, they still, he still gets legitimate projects, so people take meetings, but yeah. they just they just kick they kick Felicity off the table every time. They just he's, won't take his pitch for Felicity. He's been pitching, on. He's been pitching Felicity, but with a guy for almost 20 years now. <laughs> the show's been off the air. It's, but Many it's, people don't even remember it. <laughs> But he's known in the business that as soon as he finishes that pitch, his next pitch is gold. Right. So you that's the thing. That you got to you gotta hear out that first one. You got to hear Felicity. Listen to Felicity, <laughs> but with a guy. And then here comes the gem. And, and uh, yeah, just got to clean, clean it out. So don't, don't be too crestfallen, but it's not happening. It's not happening. I do have a great list here now of uh, famous actors. Just to shit on your point of uh, that uh, started as extras. Okay. No, no, he didn't. He didn't say it's not possible. Oh no, 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 no. I and know. it is, but it's just you're not going to get discovered that way, and it's yeah. not necessarily. And, and, and it doesn't say any of these people were plucked from the uh, from the obscurity of, of being an extra to no. star in the male version. Yeah, they did a what's couple. The list? They, no, but what's this list? It's uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Channing Tatum. But of course these people did a little bit of extra work. No. Renee Zellweger. But here's the thing. Everybody so, does a little Clint bit of extra Eastwood. work. Brad Pitt was not an extra in Thelma and Louise. No. And that's where he broke. Right. He was a right. piece of ass yeah. in Thelma and Louise, right? They, uh, he, he was they in... didn't show up to be gas station attendant, and the guest was like, wait, do you want to take your shirt off and do a scene with Susan Sarandon? <laughs> you. <laughs> Felicity but a guy. And let's talk about this. Okay. Brad Pitt. Who was, yeah. the, who was next on the list? Uh, well, Brad Pitt, he, he was in the film Less Than Zero, and he was a partygoer slash preppy guy at Fight. Yeah, but that, that we all have those credits. That's Absolutely, not... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So these, these are, are people... guys who started in the business and kept trying to work in the business. Exactly. That's, not... that's all this list is. Yeah. Channing Tatum. Is a freak of a piece of meat of a man. Yes. He was, yeah. a, he was a little kid in War of the Worlds. Uh, he was that boy at church scene. Pendulet is, is, uh, always points this out and is really accurate. Where these beautiful people are freaks. Yeah. You know I mean, like, we put them on magazine covers not because they look like other people, because, you know, because they, because they look different. They're gorgeous and different. 
Yeah. Oh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon start, both started as extras in Field of Dreams. Oh, that's cool. That's a, that's a neat little that's I a neat like little that. tidbit. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, none of them none of them were, were extras. Like they weren't extras in Field of Dreams and then said, You, Shoeless Joe Jackson just went down. Get in here. Yeah. Exactly. There is actually a great story. Well, no. <laughs> okay, this story is great for one person and terrible for another. Right? Because <laughs> like in that hypothetical that Jacob just said, it sucks to be the original Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> he hurt his ankle. You, out, you right. in. Um, That's what happened to Alex Smith in San Francisco. The series of uh, uh, I can I have to tell the story. I I don't know if I should tell it on there, but I have to, right? Because I started. So I'm not yeah, gonna, you got to. Now. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give listener blue balls right now. <laughs> so just keep this between us. Is this the story of the Tin Man? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, the Tin Man was originally supposed to be Eddie Albert. Oh, I yes. do know that, yeah. And he was poisoned he by, was the, by the metal content of the original mm-hmm. makeup they used and uh, could not do the, sh- the show because they poisoned him with makeup. Yes. That is hilarious. Isn't that lead, awful? Lead poisoning, I believe. Yeah. They oh, that's so frightening. It. Yeah. yeah. That lets you know, like, whenever you sit down, you're like, these guys are professionals. They must know what they're doing. <laughs> they killed me with makeup. Yeah. That's if the other you, thing. It's like, I almost died. That. How? Car crash? Plane? Survival? Uh, Revlon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Adam Rifkin directed a series on Showtime uh, called Look. Okay. And uh, it it stars two two girls were the main stars of the show. Mm. And there's a brunette girl Mm. and a blonde girl in it. I'm listening. And uh, yeah, well, that's it. They're they're, they're super hot. Girls or whatever, but they originally hired a different girl to be the blonde girl. Felicity, but with two girls. And uh, <laughs> we're listening. We t- everyone takes that meeting, and that and that, I, and that I, meeting goes a little longer. I call it duplicity. <laughs> duplicity. <laughs> duplicity. <laughs> and if I knew one thing about Felicity, I could follow this up with a joke, but I don't. I don't know. So, I know she has curly hair. I know. That's I, think, it. I think it's she one episode. She has curly hair, and one episode, some guy hit by a bus out of nowhere. <laughs> That's all I know. That's all I know. So I guess in duplicity, there's two buses and either two girls with curly hair or just extra curly hair. I don't know. That's all we got in the pitch so far. Anyways. <laughs> Girl number two. Girl number Oh, by the way, if you want to write in uh, with facts on either Scoop Mail or Twitter or Facebook about, about Felicity, don't. <laughs> they will be they will now be got, ignored now completely. Getting, now we're getting inundated. <laughs> no, no, don't. We will not be running with this topic another week. <laughs> hashtag Felicity facts. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and hashtag Felicity facts. I'm fine with that. Actually. Feel free. Feel free. You know, we'll get the strangest. We'll get the strangest new followers. I'll yeah, tell you that will. much right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> strange and very confused followers. People are still talking about this. Finally, guys, my friends, Felicity. I mean, if people have pet rats found love on the internet, I guess, I guess, why not Felicity fans? Yeah. Why are we? Why did you pull that show? <laughs> anyway, so on uh, on my brain still hurts from like of all the shows. Um, Just because perf- of no, that. it's awesome. It's perfectly obscure. I'm jealous. Um, so. Uh, uh, the girl, original girl who showed up, uh, had had uh, her hair turned back to a, uh, a darker color. So you had two girls with basically the same color hair. And he said, what are you doing? You weren't supposed to dye your hair. You were blonde when we hired you. And now you're not. 
And so she's like, well, what am I going to do? I can, I, I can start, I can dye my hair. And she's like, not in an hour. You can't, we're supposed to start shooting. And she's like, but I, I am supposed to do this. Role. And he's like, I know. <laughs> and she's like, well, what are we going to do? He's like, well, you're going to go home and I'm going to find another actor who can do this role. Start now. Who can start now. And he walked over to the extra pool, saw a, a blonde girl there. She had auditioned, so he knew her. And he just said, you. She said, what? She's like, he's like, today's the luckiest fucking day of your life. I think or something wow. like that. I'm at, I'm, I love it. It was something like, today's your lucky day. Or like, holy shit, guess what? Uh, you're now the star of a television show. Whoa. And uh, that got her makeup. And, and that girl was Shirley Temple. Her name is Sharon Hillendale. Okay, she's uh she's worth looking up on the internet just for looks. What's it called? Uh, look, the show. Look, look, I like that name, look, Hillendale. Yeah, it sounds Hillendale. like a hot. It sounds like a blonde hot girl, and it is a blonde hot girl. Look at that. And um, in the TV series, there's, there's a lot of great scenes where you can enjoy her. Uh, her Hillendale. Her Hillendale. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get to see her Hillendale? She wanted to do some other stuff as well. It was kind of a breakout for her for a little bit. Yeah, I imagine. And the other girl, the, the brunette and the girl, went on to do. You show a little Hillendale. Uh, you get the American far. Pie sequel or whatever that one was. She ended up wanting to star in more legitimate things as well. Okay. So it was a good breakout for both of them, actually. Um, but the other girl's name, I don't know, because she's not the hot blonde girl, right? There you go. Um, so uh, that would be uh, Allie Corbin. Allie Corbin. Uh, Molly. Yes. Oh, she's gorgeous. Rock and roll. Um, what were we gonna say, Paul? I was gonna say the Trump thing. Oh yeah, all oh, right. <laughs> that was the whole. <laughs> <clears throat> we are the worst. No, no, no. We never stay on topic. No, no, no. That's fine. We occasionally come back to it. We come back. So, uh, my buddy Seamus put this up on his Facebook, and I found it pretty fascinating. Uh, so French philosopher, uh, the, 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 the Roland Barthes. I believe it sounds Roland Barthes. Yeah, probably Roland Roland Barthes. Roland Barthes. French philosopher. Died in 1980, Shame. but his work, Too soon. his work may hold the key to understanding Trump's popularity and his staying power. Uh, he's best, this Barth is best known for his work in semiotics, the study of signs and symbols, but he wasn't limited to lengthy esoteric treatises. Rather, Barth published much of his work in short, accessible pieces, breaking down elements of popular culture. Get to the meat of it, Paul. All right. His most famous essay published in his 1957 book, Mythologies, focused on professional wrestling. Okay. Could an essay about professional wrestling hold the key to understanding Trump's appeal? Are you just reading the whole article? Here we go. (laughs) Here is where Barth contrasts pro wrestling to boxing. New paragraph. (laughs) This public knows very well the distinction between wrestling and boxing. It knows that boxing is a janist sport. Jan... Jan... Janice, whatever sport. Janice, I, I cannot help you. I have no can idea be, what you're going for. J a n s e n i s t. Jansenist. Jansenist. A Jansenist sport. Boxing is a Jansenist sport based on de- demonstration of excellence. One can bet on the outcome of a boxing match. With wrestling, it would make no sense. A boxing match is a story which is constructed before the eyes of the spectator. In wrestling, on the contrary, it is in each. 
it is each moment which is intelligible, not the passage of time. The logical conclusion of the contest does not interest the wrestling fan. While on, con- while on the contrary, a boxing match always implies a science of the future. In other words, wrestling is a sum of spectacles of which no single one is a function. Each moment imposes the total knowledge of a passion which rises erect and alone without ever extending to the crowning moment of a result. What do you got? What are, what, are we, what are we doing with this? The current campaign, Trump is behaving like a professional wrestler while Trump's opponents are conducting the race like a boxing match. Ah. The rest of the field measures up their next jab. Trump de- decks them over the head with a metal chair. <laughs> <laughs> the others in the Republican field are concerned with the rules and constructing a strategy that under those rules will lead to the nomination, but Trump isn't concerned with those things. Instead, Trump is focused on each moment and eliciting the maximum amount of passion in that moment. His supporters love it. So he's just generating moments yeah not generating a platform not generating a cohesive narrative and it i you know and and jives up perfectly with the way professional wrestling does be is structured out and meanwhile the republic many of the republican candidates all the candidates are trying to adhere to these now seemingly defunct rules of you know hoyle's manners here how to behave during debates and whatnot holy shit yeah i mean like oh also, like we're 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 in Nevada, so we're in one of those states that people think can swing one way or the other because mm-hmm. we're a pretty swing right. state that we way. We swing, we're baby. swinging, we swing. Um, so I saw a Ben Carson ad on television, like a real Ben Carson commercial came on oh, yeah, they're out my there. television, and I saw. Are you okay, I'm I be- sorry. I believe I just saw the worst political commercial I've ever seen in my life. Well, he had some kid. Put together a rap song for him. Yes. Did you hear that? Yes. Oh, you, you heard my song? Credibad. <laughs> Incredibad. Terrible. I mean, Inc- not even terrible. Just like yeah, it just yeah, not, almost just unbelievable. It's so funny. It's funny. Yeah. It's so bad. But and I it's it, tragic. I was like, I was like, this guy can't talk, and this is kind of like, like, is is everyone <laughs> afraid to sound racist to say like? Why did you put that on television? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> this? Are you afraid to be like, are you accusing this black guy of not being articulate? Because that's reverse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just feels like it's a trap. But I was like, he really sounds like he doesn't know the words that he's saying on the television right. screen. And then his slogans like revive, heal, inspire. It's like something. It's like three words. It sounds like it's like for medicine. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really the, whole, the doctor thing, right? Yeah. I'm Dr. Ben Carson. Yeah. I will declare the United States dead. I will resuscitate it yeah. and I will zombify it. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> heal, inspire, revive. Heal, inspire, revive. If you said those words to people on the street, they, they wouldn't be like, president? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Be like, heal, inspire, revive. Preacher? Like, yeah. If, cult leader? Yeah. Possibly, like, possibly catchphrase for a new movie. Or like yeah. bullshit, bullshit medical drink. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, right. you're like, uh, I'm five hour energy. Yeah, exactly. Heal, like, inspire, revive. Yeah, is a hangover yeah. remedy. Hang- yeah. right. those hangover shots what's I take. It, what's that called? No hangover. Yeah, sure. Um, Vitamin water. Heal, inspire, inspire revive. Uh, and again, I'll, I'll go to pen on this again, which is that, like, you know, when he, when, when Trump has twenty percent of probable Republican voters in a poll and leads the polls. That really means like maybe eight percent of the population of the United States. Yeah, yeah. it really does not. It's mean. not a groundswell. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. 
and it's almost like they keep they keep that qualifier of like poll leader. It's not presidential hopeful leader or leader for the nomination. Like they That's all cool. know. Again, I just want to point out that like, there's not any like Trump advocate hitting all of the news stations like this guy's the one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's everyone in the news going like, ah, this guy's still talking. It's just such a weird echo chamber. The whole thing. Yeah. News right now is just. Well, I mean, the country is made up of like 40 percent Democrats, 40 percent Republicans. So out of the likely to vote Republicans, out of, so out of the out of a percentage of that 40 percent, 20 percent of those people are saying Trump. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, this is a, <laughs> this is one I know I can't say, so I'll just say, Penn has a friend who who sometimes talks on television about political things. Yes. Yeah, who's who is behind the scenes jokes like, towards the end of election they always start talking about polling the undecideds, and what about the undecideds, and what are those thinking? Like, if you're this close to the election, you're this deep in, and this you're undecided, <laughs> how much of a fucking idiot are you? Like, right? how, what do, what do you not know yet about these and candidates? Why you can do you possibly you, find out in the last three? Like, why? How you're the either hell, an idiot or you don't care. You know, right. like, how the hell are you still up for grabs? And why does that even become the thing that the media latches to? It's like, we want to know the mind of the person who has given no fucks <laughs> right, the, for a year and a half. Yeah. Guys, why well, I tell you, come lunchtime, they're going to be polling us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, yeah, you're right. You're right. The you're odds right. that I'm voting in the next election are so fucking slim. Oh, I wonder if we could do. Oh, wonder if we could arrange like a live polling call to come in during a during a show. Oh, I would love it. Oh, I don't know how we'd do that. If, if we could poll like as a household, that yeah. would be amazing. Yes, we got to figure out how to do that. Yeah, I would love to just like everybody be like, because ah, he seems kind of like a dipshit, or because she's kind of <laughs> weird. Kind of a douche. Kind of a douche. Like, whatever you think about Obama, it's, I think it's really weird to think he's not going to be president at this point. That, like, one of these people that are talking to us on the television is. Yeah. And it's so weird. Because yeah. it just is like, no, I don't think so. It's it's just bizarre. It is. It's really... This is the first one that I'm, I, I look at all of them. Yeah. Democrat, Republican, anything. And I'm like, What? One of those, and I don't know. Like, is it does it have to do with maybe like how old we were we are and we're growing up? Yeah, because like because when we were kids, we didn't really understand it, and we looked at adults with respect no matter what. And then you grow up and you go, wait, I'm still just a stupid kid. It's my thing with lifeguards. <laughs> oh man, yeah. When I was a kid, I looked up to lifeguards. Sure, right. And then when I was in high school, and I realized who became lifeguards, I was like, wait, has the occupation of lifeguard like degraded to? To stoner loser during my time of of, of adolescence to a to, 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 to teenager, or, have I or was just... I always just looking up to stoner losers yeah. who took a cushy summer job and trusted them with my fucking life <laughs> and hurricane <laughs> and hurricane influenced waves of yeah. the Jersey Shore? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say like the lifeguards that I grew up around were lifeguards at a pool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. were lifeguards on a beach. Yeah. But I at least had Baywatch-like qualities. You know what? The lifeguard analogy is pretty apt because here we're dealing with forces of nature, life-threatening situations, and yet sits a figurehead to give you calm and reassurance when you know safety is but an illusion. (laughs) That's true. You know? That's true. There's no safety. That's true. There's no safety anywhere. You're kind of talking like a Shakespeare guy right now, but yeah, I do agree with what you're saying. (laughs) You're like, but alas, forsooth, they... (laughs) These laymen <laughs> lay siege to the idiocy of humanity. <laughs> While the tide rises, man sits idly, waiting for fate to come in 
and ebb out once oh, more. The world's a stage. These men are merely jesters. <laughs> I think I have uh, three words that can change your minds, though. Go on. Heal. Inspire. Revive. President. President. I got to vote for that. President guy. Gatorade, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's stop talking about this bullshit. You you ready to do a little scoop mail? Well, is it is it, it should we go should is it is it do we want to do limericks and uh, Ooh. haikus? Oh, we could do some mails? limericks and haikus. As you know, so we because songs take up so much time on the air, and then singing more than one kind of makes makes for a bumpy ride. I think for our <laughs> podcast, <laughs> it does not give the best listener experience. Is what we discovered, right? So we decided to switch the Patreon reward for song for a limerick yes. or a haiku. Dealer's choice. Not dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. Some of them are going to end up being dealer's choice they didn't specify, but the listener's choice, unless they didn't specify. Yes. All right. So how, we're gonna, how many How many are we going to do here, Jacob? We're going to do three. Three. Okay, great. Three this episode. We've so we have, we're going to make up limericks for specific Patreon people. Are we each going to take a shot at the limerick? Is if that we, how it's going to go? If, if yours kicks ass, I won't take a shot. Oh, well, it, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll do it like the improv game Jeopardy. Whereas got it. We, if somebody got something. If it's really it. funny, you lay off. Moving sure. on. All right, so here we go. We got one for uh, Brandon A. Okay, Brandon A. Brandon has requested Limerick. Limerick. About Steve Winwood performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. All right. The halftime's about to begin. To miss it would be quite a sin. Let the players take leave. Give them time to relieve. We're back in the high life again. (laughs) I like it. I like it. That was solid. That was nice. I'm going to lay off. That was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. All right. That was a good one. Uh, We're going to mix it up a little bit now. Uh, We have one here from Brian T. Wolf. Brian T. Wolf. And uh, Uh, Brian T. Wolf does not specify, so where he's getting a haiku. Oh, do we have like mysterious haiku music to Uh, enhance the experience? Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I can give you a little haiku we should give music. It, since, since we don't have the, the, the rhyme scheme, it's, we have to give the mood, I think, to get the comedy out of it. Mysterious right. haiku music is Okay, very mysterious messy. haiku music. What is this haiku about? Uh, this is going to be about uh, my friend Joel Freeborn, who was on David Letterman's Stupid Human Tricks. He opened a bottle with his belly button and is also a scoop. Uh, the, guy can, uh, the guys can make fun of his uh, trick and give him a shout-out for me. And since Joel went to Indiana, Paul can give him shit about that, too. Okay. You ready? Man. So this is for uh, this is for Joel. Stupid human tricks. Opens the bottle with his belly button. Lives in Indiana. Dumb Indiana man. Opens bottle with bell shit. <laughs> maintain, maintain. Drunk through osmosis. That was five seven five. Your gut may be strong. The bottle. Proves no challenge. Still a damn Hoosier. <laughs> good, good, good. That was a good one. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, jazzy, jazzy, jazzy. I feel at ease with my haiku. Yeah. All right. 
And uh, one last, more. Last one here from Chris Lloyd. Limerick, how I love to get high and then CrossFit. And this is a dedication <laughs> to Coach Skyler. Chris, you just made Paul spit on himself. Good job. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I've I've been I've been smoking since the day I was born. Mm-hmm. I CrossFit to look good in my porn. I like to get stoned while my body is dethroned. I wish I could eat kettle bell corn. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's yeah. for you, Coach Skyler. To get out of shape would be wrong. Run those stairs. Lift those weights. Get nice and strong. I'll bench press 280, but not be too weighty. Meanwhile, I jog with a bong. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> that was listener limericks and haikus. All good stuff. All right. Let's get some scoop mail. <laughs> Message for you, First one of the day from Scoop Nurse, who is not pregnant. Hello, you <laughs> hilarious atheists. Uh, first, I would like to make a little correction. Uh, in episode 177, you asked when I was due after reading my email on the air. I am not the fabulous Scoop that works at the nursing home full of old farts that wants converter. I am the nurse that writes in the gross stories, including a horrific story involving my own eye that cannot be read on air. Uh. And I'm not pregnant. Okay. That means I gotta start masturbating to two people. <laughs> oh, you'll manage. <laughs> Having said that, I have a not gross story from the Taco Bell hospital. I had a surgeon ask me for lube. There is a particular kind of surgical lube that we use. It has to be sterile, which really just means there's a specific way that it's packaged and dispensed. Uh, you can't just go buy a tub of petroleum jelly and get going. Is that? Uh, that's uh, what you think. Is that where it says you? Is that where Tony Shaloub got all his money? Because that's surgical <laughs> lube, Shaloub. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Tony Shaloub. He run. He's uh, the heir to the Shaloub fortune. Yeah. <laughs> the surgical lube. That's right. Uh, anyway, we didn't have any of uh, this kind of surgical lube, so I was trying shalub. to get some. Shalub. It's pronounced shalub. Uh, excuse me. I, we didn't have any of this shalub, so I was trying to get some from another department. <laughs> another surgeon heard me uh, asking an equipment guy for the shalub and said, uh, everything's better with lube. I told him to go back to his operating room, but he kept laughing and gleefully shouting about how everything is better with lube. To shut him up. Was this Dr. Paul Mattingly? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Madley, MD. Wait, no, I'm MD. Wait a minute. Shit. Matt Donnelly, PM. <laughs> uh, to shut him up, I said, coffee and toast. He said, what? I said, coffee and toast are not better with Lou. <laughs> the equipment guy could not stop laughing. For the rest of the day, every time I saw the surgeon, I gave him another example of something that is not made better with lube. Oh, that's a good game. I told him re-roofing a house, not better with lube. No. no. Fall. Cats, not better with lube. I nah. argue. <laughs> you got an argument. <laughs> yeah. Neither are dogs or birds. Arguments. No arguments there. <laughs> uh, pants. Pants are also a thing that does not uh, improve with lube. Arguments. What, a really tight, pant. really tight pants? Really tight leather pants? Really tight leather pants? Or, That's or exactly where I was going. Straight up, what do you call it, pants? Uh, Chaps? Well, uh, uh, vinyls or plastic pants. Plastic rubber pants. pants? Rubber pants. Rubber pants? Yep. You were searching for rubber pants? I was, <laughs> what the is it? What's the word? Ru- not rubber pants. But I know that thought. That can't be the what's word. What's the word? For. Pleather? No. Vinyl, I guess. Vinyl. All right. Airtight vinyl. <laughs> he uh, finally had enough and left the surgical floor. Fucking you all in your well-lubed faces. Excuse me. 
well shalubed faces. <laughs> That's right. Scoop Nurse, who is not pregnant. Okay, thank you, Scoop Nurse. Shaloub! <laughs> and thank you, Tony Shaloub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks a lot for being wealthy beyond measure from your amazing invention of surgical lube. <laughs> He's the guy that was on uh, Wings and uh, that, that USA show, right? Yeah, he the, was the weird, uh, like, germaphobe guy. The best, well, yeah, he was monk. Monk. The best right. is uh, his appearance in Galaxy Quest. He's oh, so yeah. fucking good. In yeah, that. he's good in that. Which I hear they're finally uh, talking about doing a, rem- or a, a yeah, sequel. Yeah, I've been too. batting that around. I hope it happens. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. Oh God, that movie. Anyway, thanks, Tony. Thank you, Tony Shalou. Uh We got we got an email here from Snowcone's Chance in Hell. <laughs> Hey guys, love the show, been quite a scoop for most of the show's run, but I'm bored at work and decided to write in for the first time. Well, thank you for letting us be your bored at work filler. Yeah. Yeah, that's the highest compliment. Yeah. In podcast them. Yep. I'm lubing my pants right now over that. <laughs> Shlubing it. I'm lubing my dog. I'm all shlubed up over here. I'm all shlubed up. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I can't stop. I can't stop. <laughs> Oh, bless my monk, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Tony Shaloub gave me lube for free. I stuck it in my pants and fell in love. I don't know. <laughs> I, I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> I'm all shlubed up. Uh-huh. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Shloob, yeah. Oh, bless my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm sliding straight towards this cherry tree. <laughs> it's gonna crack my nuts and my nuts in me. I'm in love. I'm all shlubed up. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I've been high pitched because they're in the nuts. <laughs> My whole house is covered in shloop. I can't walk up the stairs anymore. Because when I try to walk up the stairs, I fall down. Because they're covered in shloop. <laughs> Paul and I, small small fact, uh, we used to have to rehearse in a place where that was owned by the same guy who owned a gigantic sex club as well as a gay sex gym. Well, you didn't have to. Uh, I was free. Yeah. It's free. We got free rehearsal space. The guy was nice to us because he was rich off of fucking. Yes. But we had to do. We would do improv practice in front of these giant gallons of sex lube. Yeah, big, big drums of sex. It was like gigantic, like oil drums of sex lube. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> when I think about it, it was, those are the best days of my life. <laughs> I've never lived. I never lived so so richly. They used to make me go get the keys to the place by going to the gay gym. Yeah. And I think he liked it. I think he liked sending sure. me over there. They didn't send you over to the gay gym for nothing. And then you kind of like make sure that I walked, had to like walk through the whole spa. And then you find the out the space. secret, which is like, I'm looking for the keys. And I'm like, well, you got to go to the gay gym. And it's like, no, it's a dude. <laughs> it's a guy named Jim. Hey, it's me, gay Jim. <laughs> you want the keys? I'll open it. And he just puts out his fist and you turn it. And, uh-huh. he, and he just turns his body like a door. <laughs> Gay gym is a magical doorway. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. The door works. That's the weird part. <laughs> Let you right in. He is also wearing looped pants. Slooped pants. <laughs> well, it keeps the hinges from from uh, squeaking. Slooped pants. It was surgically, it was surgically <laughs> lubed up. He was Gay not- gym is one of the most slooped men I've ever met. Gay hey gym guys. is very clean. <laughs> Ready for some surgery? <laughs> well, you're certainly shaved already, aren't you, Gay Jim? <laughs> All right, where what, what was this email about? Uh, we got it. We got a sentence in. We're solid. Okay, good. Uh, I love listening to Matt's insightful look on things and Paul's goofy sidetracking, like the jokes that take way too long to set up. <laughs> oh fuck you! Don't start. No, no. Now you put that idea in Paul's head. 
Not tonight. Oh, God. Uh, that's usually where I get my big laughs. That makes one of us. Uh, but I but I have to say, uh, the, the one-off witty remarks that Jacob sneaks in, uh, that's where the really big laughs come in. Oh, yeah, but now he's got a contraption, so Pen- just wait. Fantastic. Now he's got a contraption. <laughs> now, he's, now he's got a Professor X chair, so forget about it. Yep. <laughs> I decided on the scoop name uh, Snowcone's Chance in Hell because I'm a firefighter. Anyway. I figured I would uh, share with uh, share one of the most depressing weekends I've ever had, and you can judge if it's an Italian air show or not. Hooray! <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, My nineteenth birthday oh. was a Friday after Thanksgiving. That means it's right around uh, right around his, his birthday right now. So oh, right. happy happy birthday. birthday! Happy birthday! Maybe we share the same birthday. Uh, that means that I had the day off to do whatever. No, we couldn't share the same birthday. No, you, you close don't. though. Yeah. Uh, I had just finished the weekend before my 1969 Ford F100 resurrection slash restoration project. I had spent two years and uh, sev- Severs grand on, maybe several grand on. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you were right first. Severs, Severs, Severs grand. grand. Yeah, I spent se- severed grand on it. Uh, I had just finished paint uh, a month previously, and finally got around to putting it back together. My parents left for the weekend with their horse and carriage to give rides for a charity Christmas event and would be gone all weekend. A likely story. (laughs) So, I have a shiny new big block drag truck, a farm all to myself, and it's my birthday. So, of course, I'm on my way to pick up my girlfriend for my special present. I go over and spend some time uh, there with her and her family, and it begins to rain outside. It is getting late, and with the roads freezing over, my girlfriend asks to stay home, but will make it up to me later. So I head home with no head. (laughs) As you can imagine, a truck built for drag racing does not do well on on icy roads. I babied it down the backcountry roads. I live in the uh, the country in northwest Ohio. I am coming up on the last stop sign only three quarters of of a mile from home. Oh, that's when when it happens. A solid sheet of ice, (gasps) and there is no stopping the giant chunk of iron that is my truck. The intersection that I slide into averages about 15 cars a day. And here he comes. But of course, a fully-sized dolly is there to greet me and rip the entire front off of my truck as it T-bones me since he does not have a stop sign. The sheriff deputy comes out, paperwork is done, and I trek through the, the still rain back to my house and get the tractor to drag the corpse of my labor home. Uh, the dually was uh, the dually drove away under its own power thanks to having a snowplow protecting it. He got hit by a snowplow. Jesus! Uh, I get home and get into the garage and start taking scraps off with tears in my eyes since I only had insurance to cover the uh, dually since my truck was an old beat up farm truck where I parked it the first time and didn't really feel like paying for insurance on it oh, uh, one, one that was really worth it. Yeah. Uh, so not only is it destroyed, I am out a lot of cash on apprentice wages. Uh. Then as I pry off the fender, uh, all the lights go out. The rain has has frozen and caused a massive power outage. Uh. Oh, so the lights in the, in the barn. Right. I thought the lights on the truck. Jesus. Uh, with this, I'm forced inside to keep warm by our fireplace where I sleep for the night. I wake up to my parents coming home early the next morning and my mother is crying. I go outside and see that my 4-H draft horse has gotten sick and we were going to have to put her down. Oh, man. This uh, is where the lube comes in. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I'm the one that's going to have to do it. After burying her with the backhoe, 
I, I hold up in my room for the oh, rest of the weekend, afraid you. to touch anything I cared about. Right. Thank you for skipping the, the details. That was a, that was yeah. a fine story jump right there. <laughs> yeah. That's perfectly acceptable. We don't need the old yeller moment. Yeah. yeah. I had to put my horse down. Oh, so no, I buried I, the horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. Well, he buried it alive. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> the horse alive. We might, we might have to put her down. No, yeah, we're putting her down. Six feet Terry, under. I said we Six might have to. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I can't bear, I can't bear to do it. I can't shoot her, but I'll bury her. I'll bury her. Sometimes you just have to grin and bury it. <laughs> I couldn't do anything all weekend because I could still hear her beneath the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> that damned heart! That telltale heart! Clip clop, clip clop. The telltale hoof. Clip clop. <laughs> Does anyone else hear that infernal clapping? <laughs> what are you talking about? Clip clop, clip clop. It's Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Who's I got th- the backhoe now? <laughs> oh shit, I thought I killed you! <laughs> Nay! <laughs> well, this is a horse of a different color. <laughs> and kind of dirty, too. Oh, yeah. So now I brought the fun to a screeching halt, and I would like to say thank you. No, au contraire, my friend. <laughs> I thought I killed you! You may or may not have. You know what? This is great because this story starts off with saying how much he loves you making long jokes and ends with him beating a dead horse. (laughs) 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 Uh, You break up boring times of my week and I fully support an extra episode each week. Fucking you in your faces that have not been ripped off by a snowplow and that snow cone's chance at hell. We're dangerously close to doing extra episodes. Let's here. let we me really look are. at that really. Let's do it. Are you looking at that really? We're quick? going to the tally board. You tally it up. You, look, <laughs> you, you, you got it. You're first what? to it. Uh, for those of you wondering what my sound effects are, that's for me going to Patreon.com/slash/hayscoops to see what our very generous donors, all 270 of them, you guys have, have been awesome. And uh, we are currently at 4188.56, which means we are uh, two hundred and do math, two hundred eleven dollars and forty four cents away from doing extra episodes. That's more than that. No, no, no. Yeah, it's no. more than that. To go to forty four forty. Oh, to go to forty four forty four plus forty four. <laughs> so two hundred eleven. It's not two hundred eleven plus forty four. So two hundred fifty five. <laughs> There you, there you go. 255 <laughs> Although 2 255 is not much. 25544 is not much. You could put us over the edge pretty easy there. Probably faster than it took me to do the math. You yeah. put us over the edge. Shit. Plus it's only that's only 270 patrons. I mean, that's not even that's I'm going to go ahead and, I'm going to go ahead and say I think we're going to hit it this week. What? Jacob, think, are you seriously it calling it? I'm I'm calling it. Let I'm me tell you something. This week. What, why are you going But then we're going to be really fucked. I know. That is true. <laughs> I agree. We were already behind the eight ball. I think that's why Jacob's calling it. I think my month it makes sense. Yeah, my yeah. month. This the guys, storm. just so you know, let's hit this goal. Let's do extra episodes. It's gonna cost me my marriage. Let's accept <laughs> it right now. <laughs> let's just accept. We're just gonna have to have Sarah Hillier and Keeler on the shows. Yes, I think. I that's, mean, that's all. That's all. That's the only thing that can happen. I, or at least the two kids. Really, I think that's really. What yeah. it's at the very least, the two. We kids. are gonna have to do the two. Maybe, maybe the maybe the third episode of the week. 
that we have to do when we do extra episodes will just be me. You guys will just make fun of me trying to be a dad. <laughs> that'll be a, that'll be an episode. We can record it at my at my house. Yeah, Jacob's been in my house. We have room to record at my house. Oh yeah, I went and hung how, a TV at Matt's the house new, the other day. How are the new digs? I love it. Jacob, I'll say they're great. It's a they're really, nice. they're great really great. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys. And they're still close enough to creepy statues in Henderson that that uh, you can go visit the creepy statues. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know yeah. where you at. Yeah, yeah. I know where you at. Them statues is crazy. Those, I do yeah. live weird, weird. Well, in Matt's old house, you had to drive crazy. past all of these creepy statues that were yep. dressed up as golf pros. Now you have to drive like a couple of blocks down the street to get to them. And no one knows why they're there. There's no. There's never been an explanation. I mean, I'm, I'm not like a mysterious explanation like aliens dropped them off, but like. Nobody, nobody's it's not, claiming. It's not common knowledge as to why these nobody's statues no. roam. Uh, I mean, there's a golf the course right there. Yeah, but that doesn't mean. But I mean, there are, there are plenty of golf courses in golfers. Vegas that don't have creepy statues. I'll explain the mystery for you if you want it ruined. <laughs> you know it. Some rich dude knew a sculptor and paid him <laughs> money. <laughs> His wife liked those sculptures. I don't think it inside. Miss Henderson wanted those sculptures. Inside those statues (laughs) are horses, and we don't know whether they're dead or alive. Are you dead or you're alive? Nay. No, it's an either or question. Now you're Schrodinger's horse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I love that it both answered nay. It was not, it was, yeah. That's funny. No I, I like I like answering an either or with a no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into Jack versus Nerd. Hell yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Time for Jack versus. Explosion. Ah, kaboom. We got- Nick wrote in one saying that he was going to write another song, but he's never got around to it. Yeah. I think he is a one-hit wonder. No, no, two-hit wonder. Two-hit wonder. Oh, well, you did two, different, did two, versions two, different, <laughs> two different versions of the same What's song. What's a B-side, really? Yeah. Dude, are you just trying to get Nick to make another song? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Jacob can answer for me. See, he gets a little contraption. He answers questions I, you're asking me. Right. I love that song. So do I. I. In fact, I appreciate something different. Like this time I was listening to the drums exclusively. Like I was really Ooh. listening to it. So it is a hit. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a great song. It's, it has depth. It's like an onion. That's where I was going. <laughs> the song is like an onion. <laughs> it's got layers. I, I, I don't think it I want... It makes you cry when you cut into <laughs> yeah. it. I, I don't think I want that song in my sandwich, but then when I have a sandwich without that song in it, I think something's missing. Yeah. Quick fatty rabbit hole. Go on. <laughs> breakfast. Breakfast. Uh, <laughs> what time was it? What time was it when you were eating? Just tell me right now. Answer me right now. Yeah, two o'clock. Okay, okay nice. Yeah, it was my first meal of the day. <laughs> so breakfast. Breakfast was at BJ's. Good. Uh, wife, steakhouse? Wife took me well steak. It's yeah, a it's a it has steaks. Yeah, it's a Fridays of a steakhouse here yeah, exactly. in Vegas. Exactly, it's like Fridays but a little less. Yeah. Yes. Right. Oh, this is my this is this is my fatty rabbit hole jam right here. Fatty rabbit hole. It's the fucking barbecue brisket burger. Oh, so you had the brisket on top of the brisket burger. Brisket on a burger. Yes. This is this is hilarious to me. <laughs> so, the turducken of burgers. Brisket on a burger with bacon and cheese. 
I was in heaven. And the waitress Good came Lord. by. Waitress came by, and I was. And I took my time. I really saved. Waitress came by and took a photo. Right. She's like, "Holy <laughs> this shit! This is the guy. This monster." No one has ever eaten this uh, before. No, no, no. Waitress came by, and uh, you know, she's like, "Everything okay?" And my wife's like, "Yeah, it was really, really good. I like mine, but not as much as he liked his." <laughs> but, I really did. I was just like, "This is really incredible." And so when I get quiet, people know. Oh shit, he means it. Uh, but <laughs> who, who, who my are wife. these people? My wife. <laughs> it's like like the general population. Like a, Paul takes a bite and it's the restaurant just freezes cold. She's like, only one What's that? Someone is appreciating food. Guys, he got really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. and and uh, and the waitress said, "Oh yeah, that thing's great. The three best meats." And I was like, <laughs> and, I, and I started and I started nodding my head, and then I went. Wait, <laughs> nope, no <Nope>. brisket, <laughs> bacon. I'm with you. That's two ground patty. <laughs> Still two. Gotta, exactly. Still two. I'm like, I mean, if we went to the argument of uh, grounded, the story of a steak that wanted to become a hamburger, <laughs> yeah, 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 then yeah. maybe. Yeah, but it was a fucking delicious burger. No, what's always funny is that a barbecue barbecue bacon cheeseburger. Mm. Is and it had onions on it. That's what it reminded me of. Mm. <laughs> that's that's the key. That's, that's what reminded me of. It. I think what your brain goes to with onion and what my brain goes to with onion are two very different sandwiches. Yeah, no, these are very different. Uh, I was thinking of a hummus wrap. Yeah, no. <laughs> lettuce, tomato, not lettuce, spinach. Yeah, spinach, tomato. Uh huh. A little onion. Yeah, a little onion. Yeah. So good. Oh yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> what's great is that like the brisket on top of the burger is someone saying. Imagine a barbecue sauce made of meat. <laughs> yes. Because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It tastes so good because a barbecue burger is so good. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we're just shoving meat in one of the ingredients that didn't have meat in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, that's why it's so good. Paul's like, yeah. yes. And? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think how we get French fries integrated into ketchup. In... Like you know, like goober grape is peanut butter Instead and jelly. Instead of having to dip a French fry into ketchup, just you know, figure out a way to make a fry ketchup thing that you just squeeze it's out. Just squeeze fries. fries and ketchup. The flaw in that is that you want the crispy factor of the fries. Yes, right, oh, I know. That's like when you put bacon in other ingredients. Where like it's the bacon blank. It's like if it's yeah. if it's not crispy bacon, you don't give a shit. You're right. I feel like you could if you had a thick enough fry, you could inject it with ketchup. And then flash fry it in a in a really hot uh, a really hot fryer. There it is. So it still it still had to be you a specialty menu thing. Yeah, it had to be a quick serve thing. I'm trying to you look get for that the crispy, guys, but you have you have a little you have a little ketchup that'd be good. Coming, like, coming in your mouth in the middle there. Blast like a like a gusher, but with a French fry, <laughs> but more phallic. Yeah, yeah. No, there's nothing more phallic than a gusher. <laughs> That's true. You can't. You can say on par with a gusher, yeah, right? Yeah. As phallic as. As this, phallic as, yeah, yeah. This candy will explode in your mouth. <laughs> I, uh, you know, in Rutgers, Rutgers University in uh, New Jersey, the great mm-hmm. state of New Jersey, Guard State, home of the free, um, there's the thing called the grease trucks, which they used to just drive around New Brunswick and all around the college areas. And then eventually... Everyone like they like 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 some lesser race or something. They <laughs> made them move to a certain area of town and just stay where they. You can, now you have to go to the grease truck area. I don't know if they're as popular because you know kids change their whole deal. Yes, but when I uh, uh, was going to visit friends there, there was things called fat cats, and you could have different versions of a fat cat sandwich, which is 
Uh, well, it was a thing. If you came up with one <gasps> and it was good and then other people wanted to order it as well, they'd name it after you. What? So my friend Daryl, and this is funny because his is ended up being one of the best. I don't remember the ingredients, uh, but other people would be like, yeah, I was at a Greek I had a fat Daryl. And I'd be like, I know Daryl <laughs> of the fat Daryl. I know. Is Daryl fat? Uh, no, no. They named, it's fat cat, so they named fat blank. So it would just be fat Jacob if you came up with one. Gotcha. The name okay. of the sandwich would be fat Jacob. Cool. But they basically just say, do that's that. That's kind of mean. But they do basically say that like anything you would order from a fast food restaurant, they just put it in one hoagie roll. Oh. So like if you order chicken fingers and fries and whatever, they just shove that in a giant hoagie roll oh. with your ketchup and mustard or your ketchup and whatever. They just whatever you want to put in there: sauce, lettuce, tomato, anything like anything. It just goes just shoved in the hoagie roll. Like the uh, like the Bobby sandwich where they take the the turkey and the stuffing mm-hmm. and the cranberry sauce and oh. just shove it all in there. Yeah, from Capriati's. Yep. Yeah, guys, we did it. We haven't gone down one of these authentically in a long time. Yeah. We were supposed to do a Jack versus Nerd, and instead we went down a fatty, fatty rabbit, rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, Congratulations, everyone. It was a special, bir- a special birthday it meal. Fall birth, Paul's birthday. Uh, you know, frequent and inappropriate, as I'm apt to do. Frequent and inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Resting in the knowledge that I know better. That's still, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's still where I'm at. That's still where I'm at. And it's, it's, it's weird some days. I'm like, Hey, you shouldn't eat anything today. You're good. And I'll be like, mmm, pizza. <laughs> but but once in a while I'm able to pull it back. I will say that I you know, basically that I I was told by our new producers that like you're basically like you are a great on call Christian, but we would be searching for a bigger Christian gray. No, you see, here we go. You liar. I am. Uh <laughs> A bigger Christian Grey would have difficulty getting on the stage. Yeah, no, 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 no. Bigger than Matt. Bigger than me. I see what you're saying. No, I thought you were talking about me right now. No. And but you're not. You know, you're bigger than me, but not. <laughs> I'm not. You're not. The next size up isn't a stage. No, breaker. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm next not, size up isn't some like sumo. I'm not open yet. the wall to get out of the no, house. No, yet. no, no, no. My and, and that's not even life. like the next step. You're not. You're not like no. one. No, 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 Step no. away I'm not from that close. Craning <laughs> yourself. <laughs> the next step up is an uh, old timey steam shovel. <laughs> I wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> Simpsons, <laughs> classic Simpsons. Yes. No, but uh, <laughs> I did. I did indeed. Get excited, Rondo Paul's references. This is the best. When they when they found out our our Christian Grey was going away to the Philippines and the show was supposed to close, but then reopened, it wasn't like you're our guy. Right. It was like. Okay, well, let's see. Well, they watched you yeah. lose 80 pounds. Yeah. What is it, 80 or 85? Uh, well, it's uh, up there. In the diet, I lost 74. Total, I lost 100. <laughs> right. Incredible. Uh, yeah. And I'm still like, yeah, 94 off. And you're half the dude. A third. Third the dude that you were there before. Yeah. Amazing. Someone do I the math. I want to be half. How I much is that way? We're 255 <laughs> pounds and 44 <laughs> ounces away. Incredible, dude. Incredible. Um. But yeah, so I had to I had to become stage manager. <laughs> I keep working, uh, which is fine. Yeah, I like it just fine. Uh, all right, Jack versus Nerd. Go. This, this one comes from Joel. Joel. Hey crew, first of all, I will be in Vegas for the Bucket Show February third of next year. Uh, Jacob, make this one of your hanging out after the shows as I'm coming from Australia. Uh, yeah, hit me up. Make sure make sure to remind me on Twitter, and I I will certainly come by after the show. Uh, look forward to seeing the show. All right. Jock versus nerd. Mm-hmm. My jock question for you, Paul, revolves around a past scoop mail I sent. The bubbler. Do you yes. remember the bubbler? Oh. He was a soccer player that pissed in his own mouth. That's right. 
I don't remember. It was either soccer or rugby, Australian football. Oh, yeah, rugby. maybe rugby. Yeah. Uh, whatever. He, either one of those. I, the pissing in his own mouth is the thing that stuck. Yes. <laughs> that's the important That's the important information. That, that was the catch. And as we imagine did, it goes the other way. Like, he plays rugby. He did, did he something. Did he piss in he his did mouth? something else, too. <laughs> Can't place the tip of my tongue on it. Gross. Which of the following teams? I love playing rugby. All right. Which of the following teams has Todd the Bubbler Carney been kicked off of? They are all, they are all real teams, but mm. there are three correct answers. So I'm going to okay. name several teams here. He's he got, been kicked off of three teams. He's been kicked off of three teams. This is a man who pissed in his own mouth correct. and got a picture taken to show it. Yes. So yeah, he got kicked off three teams. If he was from <laughs> Indiana, he would be on Letterman. <laughs> he might. Can but, you imagine if but, they did that? But how could they just pick one if guy he got, from Indiana? If he got under like a, Oh. That would be a bit and a half to do on TV what? where you cover your lower half up to like your chest almost. Oh, so and you then can't you reach see. reach down, you can't see, <laughs> and you squirt up a, a bottle and, like, uh, uh, and catch it and like, I'm peeing in my mouth. I think you'd have to make it like, a, not. and I hope you're listening, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I think you'd have to make it like, is is he peeing would be the game. Is he the peeing? Guess. There you go. Yeah. And then, But then if he really is peeing, they would probably take the show off the air. Sure. <laughs> so maybe the 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 the, the, the joke first is, and last the joke episode is he's of never, Matt Manley's late night Vegas. Show. The joke is he's never ever peeing. Right. But there's just it's, a different substance that's making it look like pee in his mouth. And the joke is it's the first one's like never, a bottle of it's Gatorade. Never actually pee, but it just yeah. looks insane. Yeah. Right. Like he's kind of peeing in his mouth. Yeah. I don't know. Where like that's he gets going. behind a he gets behind a sheet and then uh, <laughs> looks like he's taking off his pants and then sets a pair of pants up over the sheet. <laughs> Same with a pair of boxer shorts. I like it. Like Petticoat Junction. Yep. <laughs> I, I knew this this was a bit inspired by Petticoat not. Junction. <laughs> oh man. Petticoat <laughs> Junction. Oh, there it is. You got to hire this guy for your late night. Here's the thing. <laughs> and that's Uncle Joe. He's pissing in his mouth at the junction. His first pitch is going to be about Pissy Coat Junction. You just have to hear that pitch. After that, his second idea for your TV show is always golf. Golden. There's a little hotel called the Shady Rest at the junction. But Pissy Coat Junction. It smells like piss in every room at the junction. Pissy Coat Junction. We, we've all been to that junction. We've all been to that junction. Everybody here in one city or another. in their mouth at the junction. Pissy Coat Junction. You just have to get through it. It's a long pitch. You cannot get him off it. He chooses to move on. You just have to listen to the Pissy Coat Junction pitch. But the second pitch... Felicity, Gold. but a dude golden who pisses in his own mouth. His, <laughs> his whole thing is he gets two or three dates in with the gal and then is like, I got to have this talk with you. It's called Felicity. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed the last episode of Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Just as I got my contraption, too. Uh, well, because we beeped. <laughs> we beeped. That is true.
There's nowhere to go from here but down, folks. I have seen the mountaintop, and it is publicity. <laughs> Just for fun of this last episode, why don't we do this chalk versus dog? <laughs> Let's finish out. Let's finish out. Uh, so I'm going to read you some team names here, Paul. <laughs> you tell me which one of these teams uh, Todd the Bubbler Cardi has been kicked off of. The Brisbane Broncos. Kicked off of. The Newcastle Knights. He's fine. <laughs> Canberra Raiders. Kicked off of. St. George Dragons. Kicked off of. Uh, was that your three? Yep. <laughs> All right. You're one out of three so far. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Yeah. Next question. Next question. All right, nerd time. My nerdness is based in video games, so I'll stick there. Which of the following are cities from the th- from the series Grand Theft Auto? Okay, and which are um and, and which are small Australian towns? Oh, they're both. Uh, so uh, he's gonna name. I'm gonna name uh, name a list of cities here from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, and you're gonna tell me which of those uh, are Australian towns. Okay, so, or a city uh, in Grand Theft Auto. Right. Yeah, so it's either a Grand Theft Auto city or an Australian an actual city. actual Australian city. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you say Australian or auto. That's okay. it. Uh, San Andreas. Auto. Correct. Rockhampton. Uh, Australia. Correct. Rockford Hills. Uh, auto. Correct. Broome. Australia. Correct. Byron. Uh, Australia. Correct. Alderney. Alderney? Alderney. Hold on, I'm pitching my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Auto. Correct. 100% for Matt Donnelly. Nicely done. Fucking nailing it. Oh, my goodness. I I gotta tell you, last two weeks I've been on fire for Jock vs. Nerd. That bubbler play, that was the kicker. Yeah, yeah. That was. Oh, man. All right. I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this motherfucking podcast. He's so proud. I want to thank Adam the Bubbler Morales, who allegedly pre-bubbled the bubbler. Ooh. Got ripped off. Yeah. I'd like to thank Blake Scoopiter Ascending Martin, who is, in fact, my favorite Martin. <laughs> I want to thank Amy Drabilbis, who uh, pisses in her husband's mouth and gets no credit. I would like to thank Bobby, who allegedly is Bobby. <laughs> but that's alleged. I want to thank Ann McFeeters, who uh, is just a, a lovely, lovely lady. <laughs> near and dear like to my this. heart. And does not sound like this. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank Brandon A. Allegedly... A nice guy. Brandon, a nice guy. Nice. All right. I want to thank Autumn Coalition. 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 There. Those are the four best attempts I could do at that. Uh, Autumn, who was actually ironically born in the spring. Allegedly. Uh-huh. Allegedly. Uh, I would like to thank Brian Lehman, who is a Wrangler guy, believe it or not. I want to oh, thank, that, is, that is just awkward. I, I want to thank Barry Rowe, who recently allegedly got his boat ashore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, I would like to thank mm-hmm. Brian T. Wolf, uh, who um, has just refurnished his den. 
Allegedly. I want to thank uh, Brian Capal, who in high school was voted most likely to high-five the guy who was most likely to succeed. <laughs> I would like to thank Brian Valdiviso, who allegedly was named after a failed IP startup. Uh, I want to... <laughs> I want to thank uh, Billy Bob, who was actually as a child called Willie Rob, but decided to change it for alliteratory purposes. Mm, that's a good idea. Why that moves him more uh, close to the front and uh, alphabetized listings? That's not why he did it, though, Jacob, allegedly. It's just, it's just a bonus. All right. Who else we got, Jacob? I would like to thank Brian White. Oh, sorry. Shit. Allegedly, uh, he, I tried to tell him, don't let it blow your mind away. Um. Dang, dang, diggity, dang, da, dang. But he wasn't hearing it. Jesus. White, Brian. The guy who likes your really long jokes loves this one. <laughs> right into my mind. Visions of pure snow, baby. Brian White. Paul, are you having a stroke uh, right now? Like to my mind. No, I don't want you to go. Multi million dollars. Almost over. Just go, Jacob. Go. You just tell me when you're done. <laughs> I'm no, done. I'm we're good. Not waiting. No, <laughs> I'm, good. Never I'm good. I'm good. Jacob. Thank you, Adam Reisbeck, Alice Cooper, <laughs> Andrew Spencer, Anna Corbold, Annie String, Ant Foods, Ben Boiter, uh, Big Scoops, Bill Aldler, or uh, uh, Alder, yeah, uh, Brad Kiefer, uh, Kiefer. Yeah, key favor. Sure. Uh, Brad Martin, Brandon, Brandon Lee, and Bruce Williams. Thank you, guys. Brandon Lee, how nice of him to come back from the dead. Uh, yeah. I want to thank good guy. everyone who's doing all our different social media and all our different platforms. If you can think of a social media platform, we're probably hay scoops on that platform. Um, and somebody's doing it. Huge thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Yes. Um, if you want to be thanked or limericked about or haikued about uh, on air, allegedly or no, uh, check out patreon.com slash hay scoops and you can uh, give us a little bit of coin. Uh, per month and that keeps us doing what we're doing uh, we are currently uh, getting our first batch of t-shirts made Ace is designing scoop heads as we speak oh Ace is so excited and our stickers are ordered we have our stickers coming in yes. well. it's so coming we'll it's getting, coming guys everyone will be getting all their Patreon rewards soon yes thank you for your patience as this is our first Patreon foray thank you Audio Mafia thank you Visual Mafia Thank you, Ice Cream Socialists, Socialites, Ice Cream Sandwich. Thank you, Scoops. Thank you for listening and subscribing. We appreciate it. Take it away, Dip It Dots Jack. We'll see you soon. HeyScoops.com. Check us out on there. Send us an email. Do all that fun shit. Don't forget... The brand new full color version of Christmas the Christmas Octopus, is available for sale now at Pop Goes the Icon and at Amazon. Buy it at Pop Goes the Icon. I make a little more money off that move. But wherever you buy it, thank you.